that, baby! But here, I've met a lot of people and I've played some too. And there's one thing I know, people like to talk. <laughs> it's the Spudcast. That's where you at. Hey, where you baby? How y'all making this sleeping? Thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast podcast while I'm talking out my ass with Dan Favor of Bike Easy Nola. And uh, we're going to talk about, you know, what has the pandemic done? I've been doing a lot of what has the pandemic done. But what has the pandemic done for bike riders in and around the city? And uh, have they been enjoying themselves with less traffic driving around? What is it looking like now that everybody's back in their cars heading downtown? And we'll also talk about the Naked Bike Ride coming up this Saturday. Yay! Wow, look at the tits. Mm-mm-mm. Yep, Spudcast Podcast talking out my ass right after this. Uh-oh, that doesn't sound too good. You better start filling sandbags. Oh, wait, you don't have to do that anymore because you have the home team advantage. You called home team elevation at 504-301-1222, and you got your home lifted above the flood. No more worries for you. What about your mama's house or your uncles or your brothers? Home team is ready to lift their spirits even higher than your home. Get the home team advantage by calling 504-301-1222 or go to hometeamelevation.com. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of Parish coffee, and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish coffee has the taste you're looking for. From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake, or you name it, Parish coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market. Or order it online. Have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of parish coffee. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, and that means hurricanes and heat. So how are you going to handle it this year? How about with a brand new whole house generator and an upgraded AC system from Serentine Refrigeration? My power went out during Hurricane Zeta for 10 whole seconds. Then my Serentine service generator kicked in. We were even able to run extension cords to the neighbor. And Serentine will keep your AC running smooth and cool even in the dead of August. Call Serentine today, 504-833-8831. 833-8831, tell them Spud sent you. Okay, so I'm talking to uh, Dan Favor, who actually knows how to pronounce his name, because Brett Favre pronounces it Favre, but the R is behind the V, so it's in the French is Favre, but it ain't his favor, because Dan ain't French. So, hey man, how you been? I'm all right. Uh, it's good to be here with you, Spud, uh, and thank you for remembering the correct pronunciation of my last name. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, Dan. I actually have it, uh, a notation to it next to, my, next to your name in my phone. But but the thing of it is, I mean, you, when uh, I'm not going to waste too much time doing this, but the first time you and I spoke, we, I made a comment about all this, and it probably ate up five minutes of radio time. But uh, <laughs> Dan is with Bike Easy Nola, and y'all do a whole bunch of stuff, but I've been asking a whole lot of people, I've been having them on my show lately, how, uh, how they fared during the pandemic, uh, the lockdown, whatever you want to call it. You can't say COVID on Facebook because they'll shut you down. But... Uh, how how did how did how did you guys fare? How did biking in New Orleans fare during the lockdown? Yeah, you know it's a great question. Uh, an amazing number of people really turned to biking as as a solve, as as a way to 
find comfort, um, especially during those early months of the lockdown when there was so much uncertainty and, you know, folks weren't really sure what was going on. Um, one thing that people could do is dust off their bike seats and uh, go out and ride. And so, you know, we saw um, huge increases in the number of people riding, especially around on you know, some of the paths near City Park and some of the more neighborhood streets. Um, there were some drops downtown, right? People weren't biking to work, mm-hmm. uh, but people were well, they weren't biking going to more. Work. Uh, yeah, yeah, so. Exactly, exactly. You know, and I've talked with a lot of folks uh, in, the, in the biking community or just, you know, people who wouldn't even consider themselves in the biking community, quote unquote, but just, you know, ride from time to time. And, you know, while clearly there was so much horrible shit happening during the pandemic, a lot of people see this, uh, the streets being empty as one of the highlights, you know, folks got to go ride around and, and not feel afraid for, uh, the cars speeding by and whatnot. Uh, mm-hmm. and so, um, more important people got used to that. Um, and I think it was, it was really helpful for a lot of folks. Uh, well, I think a lot of people look at it. Well, I'm, I'm just, let me cut you off here, but I mean, I, the way I looked at it and I mean, we actually drug out and cleaned up and greased up and went on a few bike rides ourselves. We spent most of the time working in the garden. And then I, I guess what, you know, uh, when the rate, when COVID killed my radio show, boom, I started doing this podcast and I got to admit, I'm having a good time. Um, but we found, uh, I, I would think that riding around like that would, would, um, it would, for one thing, make it a whole lot easier for you to like socially distance, you know, and then you're, you're riding with that wind in your face or the breeze is blowing. So you, I would not, I did not feel compelled to put a mask on when, on, when I went on a bike ride and went to hell with all that nonsense. I'm, I'm blowing in the breeze. So unless they, I'm running a gauntlet of people sneezing and coughing at me, uh, I figure it's a good way to, uh, it's a good way to go out and get some fresh air and not have to breathe my own garlic breath for a couple of hours. Yeah, man, I was right there with you. That's uh, that's how I approached it too. I think it was, um, you know, safe to get out there outside, and yeah, you can stay distanced. Um, you know, I usually had a mask in my back pocket. But that was if I like, if it was too crowded for me to be able to bike wherever I was, then maybe I'd put a mask on. But mm-hmm. we weren't running running into that really. And um, I think you know the, the the physical health benefits, the mental health benefits at that trying time were really valuable for a lot of folks. I know it was it was super helpful for me. You know, I wasn't getting my bike ride to work in like normal and so i had to make a point of uh getting out there i was spending a lot of time in the garden too so i was biking a little less than normal but it definitely felt good um yeah, to get out there and ride and you know and, it, and it, it still does now too i think that's one of the things that a lot of people got turned on to there's there's just this joy in this you know this this sensation of feeling good that comes with, with riding your bike and so you know my goal at this point and, and the goal of bike easy is to make sure that people hold on to that so even as we get um back to normal commute patterns and starting to get sort of back into normal rhythms of life what are the ways that we can make sure that folks still have the opportunity to get out there and ride you know and i think mm-hmm. really the biggest the biggest one in my mind is making sure there's the right kind of infrastructure that there's streets that are built to share that are safe and accessible for everyone and so it's been really exciting to see the continued rollout of you know the the protected bike lanes, you know, there's also, you know, makes it better for people walking, safer for people driving on those streets as well. And yeah, so but, um, I'm feeling the momentum rolling. Well, right for number one, riding the bike to me was very cathartic. And I, and I'll tell you the truth. I still have, you know, a mask in my back pocket, just in case you come across somebody who's like, Oh, freaking out about it. And going, you know what? If I don't have to be here, I'm not gonna, but I, I don't need, I don't need somebody boudeying at me. So let's just put the mask on and there you go. But are you finding 
it would seem to me that uh, a lot of people who were cooped up and going cuckoo, and they weren't used to getting in their car and going downtown, um, the bike the bike group like you are, the bicyclers, definitely enjoying the fact that they, they don't have to dodge as much traffic. But now that the things have been lifted and more people are coming back down, are you are you seeing are you getting complaints from people that 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 the the drivers are not paying attention to the bicycle lanes? Uh, they're 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 more frantic to get to where they're going, or because driving a car, unless you're going you know on vacation down some long stretch, driving a car in a city is not cathartic, not even close, not like a bicycle is. And and I know if I'm in a hurry to get home, I I got kids. Uh, my kids ride bikes. I'm used to looking out for those kinds of things, but most people out there are only looking at themselves, and that's that's the, that that's the scary part about it for me. Yeah, I mean, I think you nailed it. You know, I, I think it is um, one of the sad parts as we come back to to you know more traffic, more you know people getting out and about, uh, is that some of those those old fears, those the that stress um, on the roadways is coming back and, you know, I'm totally with you. You know, the difference between when I ride my bike to work, uh, versus when I drive, you know, sometimes some days I have to drive and that's, that's, is what it is. Uh, but the catharsis, especially like coming home after, you know, a day at the office, is so different when I'm on my bike and it feels so much better. And mm-hmm. so again, you know, you have to balance that with the fact that, oh, you might feel more vulnerable when you're out there biking. And a lot of people do and don't necessarily, feel safe, um, you know, biking through downtown to, uh, from their, from their office to wherever the neighborhood they live in. And so, again, I think that's where, you know, working to make sure that everyone, uh, you know, stays respectful and pays attention, whether that's, you know, driving, making sure you're not staring at the phone, that you got your hands on the wheel and are paying attention to the road when you're biking, making sure that you're following the rules of the road and not biking against traffic. Um, and a lot of that again, comes back to like making sure the roads are, uh, as we're seeing so much construction everywhere, right? Like, make yeah. sure those roads are built in a way well, that and also the potholes, all I mean, of us to get around. The potholes in the city, I mean, it, it, you know, you need to kind of stick to the bike paths just to make sure that you got a, a, a road that's worth driving on. I mean, I, I read this, I read this thing, I think it was a joke on Facebook, saying that, you know, you got to pay money to make sure, you know, get a brake tag to make sure that your car is safe to drive on the roads, on roads that ain't safe to drive a car on. You know, and, and <laughs> but it's true. I mean, you can, you can, I've more than once I have hit pothole. My daughter the other day, she had to get out of the way of a fire truck and boom, she hit a pothole, cut a hole in the side of her tire. And this girl don't know how to change a tire. And, and she didn't have her, uh, she didn't have her AAA card with her. So she just drove home like another little over a mile on a flat tire, flop, 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 flopping all the way home. And, uh, you know, I told us, why didn't you call me? I mean, we got AAA. I paid for it. Well, what the hell? Anyway, so we changed her tire and got another one. But, but you know, I mean, if you're zooming down, you can go along at a pretty good clip on these 10 speeds. I mean, you go 20, 25 miles an hour, 30 miles an hour easily if you're a healthy biker like you are. Me, I'm a pedally pot guy. But you can be clipping along at a good, at a good clip and somebody opens their car door or you hit a, a pothole you're not used to. And the next thing you know, man, you're spilling and then somebody else is not paying a, enough of attention. So I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm completely with you. You and I've had more than one discussion about this. I am very, very much with you that there needs to be shared space in the streets, in the city, less cars would be better. But, uh, you know, I, I mean, unfortunately, these are arguments that a bicyclist are just never gonna win, regardless of in there, they're in the right or in the wrong, you know? 
That's what scares me. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And I think that's where it's incumbent upon, you know, all of us to, to make sure we're looking out for each other on the roadways, um, playing our part. Um, it's incumbent on the city and state to, to make sure that there's creating space for everybody. Um, and, and, you know, I think uh, as much as there's, it can be scary out there, things are getting better people biking even setting aside the pandemic and the you know the just the weirdness uh of the last you know a little over a year uh as we continue to see more people riding and see more bike lanes and see just more education and awareness around this stuff like you mentioned you know you you know your kids are out there riding bikes so you're paying more attention when you're driving uh i'm since i ride a lot and have a lot of friends who ride and whenever i'm driving i've got an eye out you know and i think the more that that builds um the better off we come we're all getting uh and the data plays that out right uh we, we are seeing a relative uh, improvement in safety for people biking. Um, what's, you know, it's sad as we still have fatalities. We still have yeah. people getting hurt. Well, you got that. Uh, you got that in cars, period. You're always going to have that. Something's going to happen. I saw a dog or a deer run in front of you, or you're, you're, you're texting and driving, or you hit a patch of black ice. Yeah, I mean, this, this, it's always going to happen. But I have to admit, I have been seeing a lot more bicyclists who have red lights in the back, blinking lights, or wearing a helmet with a blinky light on it, they're making themselves more observable. And, uh, I mean, the guys who drive, who ride these recombinant bikes that are like lay-down bikes, they almost always have at least one orange flag whipping up in the air. So you, you're you seeing a lot. It's a whole lot easier to spot a bicyclist nowadays because you guys are taking it more seriously, you know? And that, that certainly is yeah. a boon for the rest for us behind the wheel. Absolutely. You know, I think it's, it's the, those slow, but steady and hopefully continuing to get faster cultural shifts, um, both on the side of the people biking, you know, the side mm-hmm. of the people driving and you know, it's, you know, we do a lot of with bike easy, a lot of education and outreach to make sure folks know that they, they need to have that red light in the back. They need to have that light in the front. You know, they, uh, they need to be you know, following the rules and, and understanding, you know, where, how to interact with people driving. And we also do that for people driving. We have a, course called people friendly driving where we let folks who might not ever ride kind of understand the thinking behind the way that people biking are behaving and i think that that shared understanding um helps beget respect and helps beget more safety on the roads now i gotta take a break but we're gonna come back we're gonna get to the good thing which is this weekend is the naked bike ride (laughs) and we're gonna see about that and about how much that has done for biking education and biking safety. My guest is Dan Favor. He is, uh, what's, what's your official title over there at Bike Easy NOLA, Dan? What's that? Uh, I'm, I am the executive director at, uh, over at Bike Easy. That's a, good, that's a good gig. That's a good title. So there you go. Dan Favor, talking out my ass, back right after this. Well, it finally looks like we're going to be spared the COVID lockdown this summer. Of course, there's other medical needs besides a big cootie, sprains, breaks, stitches, pink eye, bug bites, sunburn. Some of these can be diagnosed and treated over the phone with telemed. But whatever your malady, Rapid Urgent Care is open 365, even on holidays, ready to treat you quickly and professionally. Whether you're on the North Shore or the South Shore, summertime bobos don't stand a chance at Rapid Urgent Care. Just go to rapidurgentcare.com for the address and number of the clinic nearest you. Bud here, do your breakers keep breaking? Do you see a spark when you plug in your hair dryer? If you do, I want you to remember one thing. 
947-3392. That's Eugene Lawrence's number at E1 Electric. Let's face it, you don't know nothing about electricity, but Eugene does. A licensed and insured electrical contractor, over 25 years experience, him and his crew can do anything for you, from hanging a ceiling fan to rewiring an apartment complex. So before you hear this, you better hear this. Thanks for calling E1 Electric. How can we help you? E1 Electric, 504-947-3392. Getting older and feeling your age? Low energy, no motivation, putting on the pounds? Maybe age isn't the culprit. Maybe the sad truth is you have low testosterone. Well, don't sit around and mope. Go to the Mope Clinic at the Men's Optimal Performance Enhancement Clinic. Chris Rue will do more than just fling a blue pill at you. With proper testing, diagnosis, and testosterone replacement therapy, you'll be on your way to becoming your old self again. Or better yet, your new self again. Go to mopeclinic.com, M-O-P-E clinic.com, or call 504-322-3888 to start your journey to a better, stronger, healthier you. And we're back talking to Dan Favor, Bike Easy Nola, and uh, and then spent the last segment talking about bike safety and the pandemic and the lockdown. Now it's time to get to the fun part. This weekend coming up, and, and it's Saturday. It's Saturday, right, Dan? This Saturday yeah. is yeah. This yeah. Saturday is the famous, and it's worldwide. It's not in every town, uh, but it's worldwide. It's Naked Bike Day, and it's the day where people. They started this uh, to make people aware of bicycle safety. And so they got people who literally climb on their bikes, buck naked, and ride all over the place. Y'all did it last year too, didn't you? But y'all like split the split the course up or something? What, what was it last year? Yeah, so I, I will say that Bike Easy uh, can't take credit for this. Uh, no. It's the idea of uh, you know a, f- a former bike shop um, owner uh, and uh this guy who just really wants to make sure people can ride safely and and have fun doing it and so um and he's been doing this for probably a decade now i think the world naked bike ride um here here in you know having an outpost here in new orleans so last year yeah in order to uh, make sure that it was small groups they split up um different groups went to different places uh but everyone was still you know as bare as they dare uh and this year uh we're all really excited to be able to, to do it together again so um, it's meeting up at uh, Markey Park uh, in the Bywater at 4 p.m. Uh, this Saturday. Uh, that's June 12th. And so uh, the ride rolls out at 5. Uh, again, you know, not everybody's naked, but uh, yeah, a lot of people are. Some people are uh, completely clothed. I mean, they they not even, they got long sleeve shirts on. Who knows? But they got some people that they get right down to, right down to it, you know? Yeah. I mean, did did, yeah. did did they ever get grief? from like the police for being naked because i know a lot of a lot of people women especially were doing like the the paint paint my boobs so they technically are covered it's just that you know it's like wow look at the tits <laughs> this guy's on the side of the road going man i'm glad i got a cell phone look at that man Woo-hoo, i'm gonna go home i don't have to watch them porno movies no more but <laughs> uh, I've always been riding in it, so I've, I'm sorry for all the folks who caught me in the videos. You know, I haven't I haven't watched from the side, but uh, yeah, you know, people are definitely. And the whole point really is to to draw attention, right? When we're biking through the corner with a big group of naked people, you're surprised how many more people pay attention to that group of folks biking yeah, by, but, and that's really. But they, but are you going? Wow, those people sure are biking safely. Or are you going? Wow, look at the tits. <laughs> Wow, that guy should wear tighter pants, or that guy should put all his clothes on, or something like. You know, maybe maybe the you next know. day people are thinking about, man, bike safety is important. But right now they're going, wow, wow, nice tattoos. That's, 
Right? No, absolutely. I mean, and that's part of the, you know, part of the game here is we got to raise awareness, right? And one of the things you, you mentioned, the, the body paint, uh, sometimes people paint uh, messages on there, like, can you see me now? Or look yeah. out for people biking and stuff like that. So, you know, I think the point does get across. I think it really helps. I think we need an all of the above strategy here to make sure that everyone can, you know, get where they're going safely, no matter how they're going, whether you're on a bike or walking or driving. Uh, and in this case, with the World Naked Bike Ride, it's, uh, and, and, you know, the event how it happens in new orleans i think it really does help um just build that momentum towards the culture shift and the infrastructure shifts that we need to uh, ensure everyone can get around safely does and anybody it's a damn good time along the way you know people to go check it out it'd be like it'd be like the, the tour de france and just kind of hanging on the side and handles out bottles of water but only going not only for the checks this is check water uh have you <laughs> uh, i feel like in new orleans it should be beer right you gotta hand out no the beer. Bro, no you can't do beer no because then you'd be falling down and you're defeating the purpose man you want to look at a bike safety kabang <laughs> you know who's that guy drinking that big fosters hey down under kabang face first right there in a pothole hey this ain't mardi gras you don't get to sleep in the gutter uh do you has anybody to your knowledge ever been like when this first started 10 years ago here in the in, uh, in New Orleans, has anybody been ever pulled over and, and, and going, look, hey, man, you know, don't don't flash those hooters. Nobody's going to throw you beats. Uh, has anybody, anybody, I'm I'm, I'm Not that I know of. Yeah. No, you know, usually the police are out um, escorting the ride, too. It's always a permitted event. And um, and so I think that there's uh, just a, a general respect and acknowledgement. Um, so I haven't heard any, I haven't heard any bad stories along those lines. Uh, you know, we're, we're a freewheeling folk down here in new orleans so i think it fits nicely uh but um i'm not positive the answer to that but so far hmm. in my knowledge uh it's going well well i mean they could also be sitting on the side going wow look at the tits <laughs> yeah <laughs> they I'm need to blow sure. some steam. Police who are hanging out yeah <laughs> they got it well i mean you know i'm wondering how many people in the in the uh how many cops in the in the motorcycle division volunteer for this gig too <laughs> like i'm gonna hang by those two <laughs> chicks right there those are mine get away but um, have you, how many, okay, how many now miles of, of bicycle paths are there in the city, roughly? You have a good idea? And I know they're all over the place. I mean, they're in mid-city, they're downtown. I mean, you and I had this talk about them being on, uh, on Barone, heading over to the interstate and going, people are trying to turn right there. I don't know if that's the best place to put it, but whatever. How many miles uh, have, have do they have around the city now specifically designed for bicycle riding? Yeah, we're getting up towards um, 150, a little below that uh, overall. I will say they're not all creative equal, right? You know, mm -hmm. you've got some streets where it's just there's a there's a there's a symbol on the roadway just to kind of remind everyone that people biking can be there too. Those streets, while I'm counting those in the total, I probably shouldn't, um, and they don't feel that great. Uh, then there's like the real high quality ones where it's really separated out um either a, a trail that's like separate from the road like the lafitte greenway yeah. or uh, what we're seeing more and more of um that i really like are the protected bike lanes or parking protected bike lanes where you know you get to the people bike and get to ride up against the curb and then there's um some you know bollards or flex posts or some sort of physical uh sometimes parked cars some sort of physical um separation uh from the moving motor vehicle traffic so those are those are to me the gold standard at this point, and we're seeing more and more of those. Um, uh, so, you know, I think um, the city is not I think, but the city is planning to um, build out uh, about 50 miles, and we got about 10 of them already underway uh, or, or done. Uh, but a lot of push uh, second half of this year, 
uh, going into next. There's a real rapid expansion of the bikeway network. I'm excited because what part of what they're doing is like making sure that the bike lanes actually connect to each other or connect to yeah. destinations you want to get to. So you don't get, you know, uh, like Brown street that you kind of, you get to that intersection at the, um, with the interstate and it's just tough to manage what's going on. So they're really making sure that it goes through intersections that the bike lanes connect. And I think that's really going to entice a lot more people to, to ride more often and more people riding is good for everyone, right? You know, less, less traffic, less yeah. demand for parking. If more people are taking the bikes and, healthier less pollution so really see a lot of uh a lot of great progress you know we got a long way to go for sure uh but you live in the city you live in the city i live in metairie so i mean riding a bike is not uh, is not an option to me because i mean there's no there's no route for me to take i would have to i don't know i would have to to drive in and then park and get one of them blue bikes and those things just you never I, i never see those blue bikes anymore you know all i see is the place to park them and a couple of them there, and then the rest of them are gone. And it's like you never see these blue bikes anymore. So I don't know how many of them are stolen or what. But uh, uh, maybe well, no, that real quick be. on that, <laughs> Do uh, two points. One, absolutely, we need regional connections. You need to be able to get from Metairie to downtown, and that it is tough right now. Uh, but on blue bikes, you know, they actually uh, the company that was running them before went away at the beginning of the pandemic. But uh, uh, I've been working with some other folks and. Um, there's now a new nonprofit that actually is going to bring blue bikes back. So we'll see them on the streets again, uh, later this summer. And, uh, it's going to be a better model before it was an out of town company running it. Now we are, have a, a locally run nonprofit, um, that's going to be, um, running the blue bikes 2.0. Uh, so keep an eye out. Um, yeah, later this summer when you, when you're coming into the city, you should see uh, a bunch well, more of those around. Well, maybe one of the things you're talking about regional, maybe if they were, um, Maybe one of the things, once you get the uh, all the miles of bike lanes put up, that there would be some place for a, uh, somebody to come and park their car and then catch a bike and ride it all over the city and then come back and park it and then get in their car and go back, you know, go to St. Bernard or go to Metairie or, 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 or St. Charles Parish or something like that. I mean, even coming across yeah. the lake, you know, park. I mean, it, it, there you go. I'm, I'm buying my spot in the parking lot so I can ride a bike into the city. I don't know. That that's something I, think, I, I I love that. You know, I think piecing different uh, different modes of transportation together, right? You drive and you park, and so you don't have to park right downtown where it's expensive, but you bike in a few mi- a couple miles, or you know, it's the same for folks who maybe taking the bus from New Orleans East and can get kind of close to downtown, but then finish their their trip uh, with a bike ride to get into work, or you know, whatever the cases are. I do think the more options that are out there, uh, and people being able to choose the and you know freely get around and move where they're going um the better off everybody is so you know uh we're, we're moving towards it uh i like this idea uh let's 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 figure out where those parking lots go next time we talk huh oh, cool i'm good for that all right last question because i'm out of time so this saturday is the naked bike ride is do you have to sign up for it do you have to like send a naked photo selfie of yourself to go yeah okay you're cute enough you can ride or you know, what do you just, you just, just, you, Spud, just you, you're the only one that's required. Dude, to do you do that. not uh, want to see me naked on a bike or anything. <laughs> I won't even be naked on a Segway, bro. Forget that noise. <laughs> but what, no, I mean, it's, if you, it's, it's open. Just, you just got to show up, uh, show up at Markey Park, uh, between four and five. The ride rolls at five. Everybody's welcome. But it's not, now, none of that. None of that little rolling thing that people fall and bust their ass and the bra- the batteries blow up and it's not, uh, it's not a, you know, it's not a, uh, uh, like I said, it, it, it's not an electric wheelchair type of thing. It's This is a bicycle ride. Or is there any other, you know, it's got to be pedal it is, powered. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a bike ride. I bet if you came with some other form of 
mobility that uh, you wouldn't get turned away. But yeah, it's, it's not a it's, golf cart. Uh, it's yeah, probably not a golf cart. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, bring out your your one wheels and your your segways. Uh, no, I think yeah, it's all about the bike ride. It's about bike safety um, and about doing it naked. Yeah. <laughs> what are you wearing? You can be out there in a jock and a big smile. What's the deal? <laughs> You know, I usually keep shorts on, uh, and yeah, a uh, big smile. That, that's exactly <laughs> that's it. That's the way to do it. Dan Favor of Bike Easy NOLA. How can people find out more about you and your organization? Oh, yeah, thanks for asking. Yeah, please check us out, um, www.bikeeasy.org. Uh, we're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, at Bike Easy. And uh, we got lots of stuff going on, so please do follow along. Um, find us online, and then uh, as the – world starts to get back towards normal here uh we look forward to seeing folks out in the streets and in person at events again too there you go this show, Saturday. show up in your saran wrap bikini and uh, have a bike ride anyway thanks a bunch dan <laughs> talk to you soon good luck this weekend we're wrapping up the spudcast right after this are you ready to launch the american space alliance wants to accelerate and support space exploration for the benefit of all americans and not just for national pride you know how many products are created by and for nasa that we use every day scratch-resistant lenses, dust busters, LASIK eye surgery, solar cells, firefighting equipment, LEDs, insulin pumps, the list just keeps on growing. And it needs to keep on growing because the next generation of space exploration has arrived and the American Space Alliance and NASA want you to be involved. You can follow ASA on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Go to exploreasa.org to find out more. Hey, guess what? The pandemic's finally winding down. Looks like you might get to go on a little vacay, but where are you going to go? I got an idea. Go fishing. Get yourself a licensed and insured fishing guide at lasaltwater.com. They got a guide for everything and every place. Inshore fishing, offshore fishing, fly fishing, kayak fishing, bow fishing, you name it fishing. At lasaltwater.com, there's pictures and videos of all the happy fishermen and women and kids. And don't be the one that got away. Go to lasaltwater.com and book your charter today. Okay. Dan Faber, Bike Easy Nola, Naked Bike Ride. Oh, yeah, baby. Glad you could join us for this uh, interesting podcast, and I hope I'll see you next Saturday, too, with something else even more interesting. Tomorrow, I'll be uploading uh, Tell Me What You Really Think with uh, Mike Brandner. Till then, though, you can find this podcast on uh, Red Circle and Spotify and Google Podcasts and Public Radio and Amazon Music and Stitcher, and I'm on Twitter at SpudGotThat. And I'm on Facebook at Spuds Friends and Fans, John McConnell and The Big TZ. If you'd like to sponsor this podcast or if you'd like to have an email directly to you or you want to share it or you want to be a guest, you can contact me at thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. Thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. Till tomorrow night when I'm with Mike Bradner telling you what we really think. Y'all be safe. Watch out for the crazies, but I'm a gone pecan.